Hello everybody, this is your Dungeon Master, Craig WK. Uh, just letting you know that uh, the uh, most recent character that the group has met, Zoff Reverus, is actually one of our patrons. Uh, he uh, helps support the show, and uh, if you'd like to have a character on Noobs and Dragons, and also want to support the show, uh, go ahead and join our Patreon. If you go to uh, www patreon.com slash gamezilla media you're going to be able to uh find our patreon page which will go through all of the perks that we offer but uh for pledging ten dollars a month uh what you can do is you can design your own npc uh you'll work it out with me we'll uh, chat back and forth through email or even through our uh, discord which you can join uh and uh, from there we'll work your character into the show and so long as you stay a patron that character will still exist in my world so long as the group doesn't kill them, which I don't make any promises. Uh, but uh, if you would like to uh, support the show, I uh, definitely do appreciate it. You know, means a lot that you'd even consider it. And otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group met the wizard Zoff Reverus, who came to Narquillion to learn from Gada Davida, and then they headed north to Thundertusk Cove. In the night, Ilanok, the teeth of gnashing desire, appeared in the shadows. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, Alistair, your uh, friend Tilly is sleeping in the tent. I... Uh, Jandar is trancing, uh, kind of in and out of consciousness. You know, he, he's sort of cognizant of what's going on, but, but you know, unable to, to pick a lot out, you know. Uh, and a soft voice, which sounds suspiciously like the voice that's been following you guys around, which you are under the impression of is uh, the teeth of gnashing desire, Illinok. And the voice said, you know, has said that it's, you know, time that you had a conversation. Mm-hmm. Hi, Illinok. What do you want to talk about? Alistair, it's almost time for me to be free. What? How? You're you're under the city. My teeth gnaw up from the world beneath in other places. Places weak that have been eroded away by the far realm. Hmm. Let me guess... The, the mountain that we went to before. Ilanak says nothing. And why did you want to tell me this? You're basically warning me that you're going to be around soon. I had hoped that you would have been one of my followers. You had read through most of the book. True. Yet you resist. Yeah, who who are your other followers? He doesn't answer. Okay, well, yeah, I resist. I don't. I don't want to know more about this book than I have to. It's frightening, and you're scary, and you're gross. That's about all I got. 
the shadow kind of like uh, like the the shadowy form on the ground, which you see no body, of course, but mm-hmm. you see the shadow that somehow is there, and the arms kind of like hold up as if it's like you know goes to like you know talk to you, and once again you see the uh, the uh, the arm you know the shadows of our or the arms shadows sort of split and it looks like teeth sort of appear in and uh like you know uh in between them and kind of wiggle around and not necessarily like sharp teeth like like almost like a like a, a set of like human's teeth like flat molars and insides that kind of wiggle around back you know kind of back and forth at least the shadows of them and uh Ilanok says when you were using artifacts that were made in my presence. You found yourself waking up, reading more, learning the truth. Yet here you are now without them. Perhaps the one known as Glaris Galaxy Render will be my follower. Is that what you want? You want to powerful follower you seem pretty powerful yourself i don't know why you need the help of others unless you're pretty weak elanak does not answer yeah that's what a coward would say elanak says nothing well i guess it was nice talking to you creepo the uh, uh, the shadow kind of like you know like moves along, and you see it kind of like shift around the ground as if it's like walking around the uh, the camp, and it sort of stops at the uh, the tent where Tilly's asleep. What are you doing? One among you still wields one of my artifacts. Oh, really? Perhaps she will make a better follower. Nah, you don't want her. And I'll go walk towards the tent. You gotta uh, uh, walk towards the tent, and you see the the tent like flaps sort of like flutter a bit, and the shadow itself like seems to be reaching inside of the tent. I'm gonna cast dancing lights in there to shine light inside. You quickly like you know uh, rush to the the tent and cast dancing lights, and the shadow sort of vanishes. And Tilly, you kind of like, like, kind of like, you know, have bright light in your eyes and you wake up a little bit and you see these four, like, you know, orbs of light, you know, casting light in this tent, this tiny little area. And you see the, uh, uh, the nightmare, uh, idol sort of wobble a bit near your head, almost as if it was maybe they're just placed there or maybe just went like somebody went to grab it and it like, you know, they like, like fell out of their fingertips. Tilly. I'll be like, oh, oh shit, oh, sh- what's going on, what's going hey, on, hey, 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 what's going on? Hey, 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 are you okay? What, what, what's all this light doing? Like, I can't, I can't, can you dim these things? I can't see shit. Uh, well, I'll just, you'll get used to it. I can't. Were you dreaming anything weird? Were you, were you okay? Man, not that I know of. Uh, you know the Nightmare Idols right there. Well, look at that, it's right there, where it... It's always there, Alistair. I'm going to take it from you for a little bit. And, uh, by the way, are you still using that, that weird weirdo staff? That, the, uh, the so-called cursed staff? Oh, it's definitely cursed. You should stop using you, it. You say cursed, and you, then you guys are all like, oh, because of the cursed items, it's making me read. I've never read the journal because of this cursed item. I'm going to sit down right in front of Tilly, and I'm going to hold your hands. 
I'm gonna look you right in the eyes. I'm gonna say, I think you're at risk from Illinok when you have this thing on you, and I don't want you to be at risk. So what do you want me to walk around with, like a stick? I mean, it's what you did before. <laughs> you don't really use it anyway. Yeah, but I got rid of a stick, and it was a pretty stick. I mean, I can we could we could have oh. What if Jandar made you a really nice stick? I mean, you guys are like best buds. If it's anything that like that flute, like that flute, like seriously, <laughs> this stick could be the best stick that yeah. you'd ever got. I mean, if he makes a stick that's half as good as that flute, then then you got a deal. I think it's a good idea. Okay, well, when he gets out of the trance, we'll ask him together. Okay, all right. So, uh, Jandar, uh, 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 some time passes, and you you have the the distinct impression that like there is a conversation while you're trancing, uh, but you you don't really pick up a lot. You 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 know heard maybe some voices, and you kind of open your eyes from the trance, and uh, Tilly and <laughs> Alistair are like packed up and ready, but they're like kind of like just sitting there staring at you. Uh, Morning, hey guys, uh, creepy. How's it going? I've got a big grin on my face. Are you just watching me trance, or uh, I have know? to keep watch somehow? Is that a you new hobby of yours, or you look really peaceful? It's better than me drawing circles or stacking rocks around you, right? I don't know, actually. It definitely <laughs> is. I'm not hey, sure. Hey, by the way, <clears throat> yeah, you're a skilled craftsman. Mm. You made that awesome flute, which you know, again, I didn't use against you. I didn't like you know try to wake you up or nothing like that. We're still yeah, again. on that agreement. You know, um, trying it again. Nope, I have. And you know, we promised that I wouldn't use it to wake you up or annoy you like mm. that, and I won't. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so last night I had a conversation with Illinok, the Teeth of Gnashing, and uh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right to give me that skewed look. Um, <laughs> funny story, he thought we were going to be his followers and help him escape, which by the way, he's, he said he's about to somewhere. And... Uh, he said that Tilly still has something of his on her, and he went to go towards her, and I stopped him for the moment. And it's a staff. It's the staff that Tilly has that ties her to Illinok. So then get rid of the staff. Yeah, well, so Tilly will only get rid of it if you make her, like, a really nice new one that she doesn't have cursed. Would you be willing to do that just for our sake, you know, keep our friends here from hauling into his bad hands, mouth or whatever? <sighs> Please, <laughs> wow! You're so good at it. Like, I wouldn't want anybody else to make one. Would you, Tilly? Y'all just Die. use me for my woodworking skills. <laughs> that flute was gorgeous. <laughs> it was a really nice flute. I, do I have to go find some wood then? I go find a branch and break it off a tree or something, or a log or something. Uh, I, I, what I would do is, uh, you, you would just make a uh, a woodcrafting check. So it would be a dexterity check with proficiency, and whatever you get would be deter- like determine how good the uh, the staff was. And if you have other abilities that might augment that, of course, you you have the ability. Yeah, like give like it inspiration. You can give him guidance and inspiration. Absolutely, you get a D ten. Make and sure it's a D four. Make sure it's a D ten. Yeah, it, it is. Okay. And a D four. Make sure it's a D six. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a natural twenty. So. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> this is just as good as the flute. It's just as good. It's better than the flute. So how better than the flute? So I, I, what did you? 
<laughs> what's the total? Yeah, uh, I'm curious. What's the total? Uh, the total would be uh, 31. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 31. We'll, yeah. take that, that. <laughs> we'll take that. So, Jandar, uh, here, here's a question. When you're carving uh, the, the, the step, is there any particular kind of design you want? Do you just want it to look ornate? Do you just want it to, to, to look good? Or are you looking to like craft it like a certain particular like shape or something into the, 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 the staff? Or personalize it towards Tilly? Like, Carve an owl into it. Or, or, or it tells a story of our adventure in like <laughs> images. It's a natural 20. It it's whatever you want it to be. Whatever you want. Yeah, you know what? I like that idea. I think from one end to the other, it is literally our tale from the buggy that we started uh-huh. in oh to God. this campfire. Oh, jeez. Absolutely. <laughs> or do you leave room for it to add like but more in to a it? Real, but to, but to, like, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. So like you could but like, a, finish the campaign with it? There's one spot that really, really has to be highly detailed uh-huh. that really sticks out to anyone that looks at it. Oh, no. It's the wheelbarrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because that, that that moment is very important to me. Even though I don't really remember it, clearly my carving skills do. So somewhere in the, the recesses of your, your mind, yeah. you, there's this like image of a wheelbarrow, and it like it has a certain soft spot to you. And so you you carve this staff. Now, Tilly, just so you know, uh, and are you going to remove curse and get rid of the other one? Uh, maybe. For the love of God, you better. So uh, this uh, uh, wooden staff that Jandar has made is almost nigh nigh on indestructible. Uh, it's it's incredibly sturdy. Uh, like when you bash it to the ground, when you twist it, when you like pull on it, it like it it bends a bit, but it does not break. Uh, whatever t- secret techniques he's used on this thing, it, it just has made it incredibly powerful. <laughs> the the staff does a, a d8 damage as per as you know per uh, normal i uh, and i uh, i uh, as far as that goes you you sense that there there's there's something incredibly special about this uh staff you're not entirely sure what uh extra like level of like you know like magic or whatever that jandar put into it uh but it is incredibly uh i uh, i uh, special staff my god this is this is amazing and you even you even left room to like add more. Like, this is this, beautiful. I don't even know what to say. I feel like my flute sucks <laughs> compared to this. <laughs> the flute's still really nice, and it's really nice. I, I like, is that good enough now? Yeah, good, is I, it good enough? I Literally. give Jandar's leg just a giant hug. I think this is like <laughs> kings would like have shaking this. my leg. Like I get okay. Kings okay. would order these staffs to be made. Oh, then I then wow. I run up and I, I, don't know whis- any I whisper in Alistair's ear. I go, "Can you identify this for me? I think he carved magic into it. I, I could try. I don't know. I feel intimidated by it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. You could unequip that other thing. Other things drab now. Put this on. I'm saying, get rid of that fucking cursed staff right now. <laughs> we had an agreement. All right, all right. <laughs> done and done. You wanna use remove curse and get rid of the staff? Well, if I'm getting rid of this, if I'm unequipping it, I don't need to remove the curse, do I? Yeah. Well, in order to uh, uh, make sure, because even if you don't use the staff, if you go to bed, the curse still affects you until you've removed oh, okay, curse yeah. and yep. it's no longer attuned. So you remove the curse on it. Uh, and uh, as far as that goes, uh, you guys are now, uh, you know, it's in the morning. Uh, Tilly has this, like, you know, whereas before the other staff was nice, you know, of course, this is just a, a just a, in a league of its own. If I identify it, will it tell me anything or no? You can try. 
All right, I'll spend 10 minutes to identify with the ritual. Sure. So you, uh, 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 you know, cast identify on it, and it doesn't seem like it's necessarily magic, but you think that there's maybe like, a, like almost like a reservoir of like room for like some kind of magic, like whether it will oh. develop over time or whether it's something that can be infused into it later. You're not entirely sure, but with a natural 20 and like a 30 something, <laughs> there's something real special about this staff. All right, Tilly. I'm going to say this, and the only way that I can make sense, I think the staff holds our friendship. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know why, but something good will come of the staff. When I love you need it, it even it, more. It may light your darkest hour. <laughs> it, it could very well do that. It You're not may, sure. It may be, yeah. And he hands me the staff hope. back, and I, I hold it, and I just get a giant grin on my face, and I look both of them in the eyes, and then I go, Let's go. And I start like marching off yes. like I'm leading like the the charge now. Yeah, your you, hands. You're both weird. I, I grab I grab Jinder by the hands be like, "Don't lose these hands." <laughs> these I'll try not are to. Magic hands. I'll tell you right now. Once we're done with this, if we're dead or alive, no matter if you're in the realm of the living or in hell or in heaven or wherever, these hands will do wonders. Can I have my hand can back I, now? Can I, can I kiss your hands? I'm going to... I want to go to kiss his hand. <laughs> Do you want to pull your hands away? Uh, I'm I'm kind of like not sure what's going on, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this out. I'm going to play this out. <laughs> There's a soft peck on your hands uh, from Alistair as he kisses your magic, magic hands. I, just, I can feel the I just, energy in my lips. I just look, I just look at Alistair and go, let's not talk about this with anybody. I don't know how I can't sell this to everybody. Yeah, well, let's just you know. You know, that's a good idea. No, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. We'll keep it to ourselves. We don't want other people to know this. We want to, you know, we don't want anybody to cause you trouble. This Come is on, between guys. us. I'm ready okay. To take all right, all right, Tilly, we're coming. We're coming. I'm gonna stop touching your I hands. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin. I don't want to ruin this this tool of of divine. Okay, energy. we should probably get going to the north. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I don't do Did nice you... things for you guys. <laughs> you get real weird. Did you autograph my flute? For me? Nah, let's maybe later. Maybe later. Focus, focus. Uh-huh. To the north. All right. So you guys I uh, I uh, start heading to the north again. I uh, go on to make me a survival check to find your way. Survival check to find food and water. And perception to keep watch. And what'd you all get? 21. With it, and you're finding food and water? Yeah. With a 21, you do find, uh, you find a little bit of small game along your journey. Uh, you guys, you know, catch some uh, uh, animals to eat. You guys, you know, uh, find like uh, uh, berries in the uh, uh, the forest and, uh, uh, you know, a small spring, you know, to fill up your water skin. So you're, you're doing pretty well. Uh, what'd you guys get? I got a 17 on survival. With a 17 on survival. And was that with advantage because you're in the forest? Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh. So that is a mm-hmm. 17. Oh. <laughs> oh. Huh. All right. So anywho, uh, so with a 17, uh, you, you're finding your way pretty well. The, the trail is, you know, kind of fades away here and there, and you pick it back up again. But, you know, it's pretty easy to find your way. 13 on perception. With a 13, you're wandering around, and, uh, uh, you know, the... You're not really, you know, hearing uh, uh, too much of anything. Uh, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're making pretty good progress, and you know, nothing's jumping out at you or anything like that. And uh, you know, some some hours pass, and you guys, uh, you know, the sun starts setting on the second day. Uh, by the end of the third day, you'll presumably be at the uh, the North Beaches, and you'll be at Thunder Tusk Cove. Uh, 
So as you guys, uh, uh, you know, are, are kind of like, you know, getting your uh, uh, campsite together, essentially, and preparing to like eat and everything, uh, you uh, uh, hear something in the uh, uh, like in the woods, like in the distance. Uh, well, actually, I tell you what, uh, all three of you make a perception check. 20. Unnatural. 20. Natural. Wow, natural 20? Mm-hmm. 12. With with a, a twelve, you you vaguely hear something in the distance, but you know maybe it's an animal. It doesn't really catch your attention. Uh, with a uh, a twenty jandar, uh, you hear uh, it sounds like maybe there's uh, some people talking uh, in the distance. It's a little hard to uh, uh, to tell. Uh, Tilly, with a natural twenty, you hear what sounds like Professor von Drakovich talking. Like, oh, you guys hear that? And then. I go, the staff is telling me that Von Drakovich is here. <laughs> what? Why would he be here? What is wrong with you guys? The staff isn't telling you anything. <laughs> I'm telling you, it sounds, wood. it sounds like Von Drakovich. Where is it? Where's it that coming voice? from? voice. Where? Point. In the woods. Tell me where. The woods. Yeah, a direction. <laughs> My God. I heard the voices. Can I yeah, track Can it? you tell me? Absolutely. Uh, so you walk into the uh, uh, the forest and uh, uh, leave Alistair and uh, Tilly kind of bickering amongst themselves uh, behind you. And Jandar, you uh, walk for maybe about like uh, uh, 30 seconds and you come to a clearing and uh, you see uh, Professor Von Drakovich and Zoff, Reverus. In the woods, and uh, Professor Von Drakovich is like, "You said it would be around here." And Zoff is like, oh, I, I, "I'm pretty sure that this is where the the spell led us to." And he's got this like magic book out, and they're like looking around. And it's daytime. Uh, this is the evening. Oh, we're in the evening. Yeah, this is the evening now. Uh, the sun is setting. Uh yeah, guys, you want to tell me what you're doing all the way out here? <laughs> And Professor Von Drakovich goes, oh, oh, why would you scare me like that? Mm, I don't know. Aren't you supposed to be, I don't know, in the school? Zoff looks to Professor Von Drakovich and goes, what, are, are you not allowed to leave? And, and Professor Von Drakovich goes, we're looking for ingredients. Did anybody see you? No. Okay. I don't think. Zoff goes, uh, yeah, he, he seemed really concerned. He wanted to make sure nobody would see him, and uh, we, I don't think we saw anybody. Zoff, have you looked at him? Do you think people seeing him is a good idea? And Zoff looks to uh, Professor Mandrakovich, this like, six-foot-tall, like like lanky dragon man that's not really a dragonborn, not really a dragon, not really a half-dragon, not really a kobold. This not weird, really a man. Yeah, not this, sort of this weird monstrosity. And he goes... I, I try not to judge people by the uh, scales of their skin. Mm. Okay. Well, if you're going to help them break the rules that we set, make sure no one sees them. Got it. Uh, Alistair and Tilly, you guys catch up. Uh, and sure enough, Professor Von Drakovich and Zoff are, are in the woods here. How did you guys get out here? Oh, uh, the professor grabbed me by his feet and flew really, really fast. Jeez. Professor, oh my god! Look at this staff Jandar made me. Isn't it gorgeous? Oh god. That is easily the most beautiful staff I've ever seen in my entire life. I know, right? Zoff looks at it and he goes, Is that magic? I think it is. Okay, we can't but we don't tell anybody about it. It's like one of a kind. That's secret uh secret artifact. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks at it and he goes, I think I saw it in a magical tome once. I, I know, man. 
I, 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 yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, I think like you're a, onto something it's a there. Heroic, epic po- poem on this thing. Anyways, um, is that a wheelbarrow drawn inside? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, this is my curse. You guys are out here looking for. What are you doing? What are you looking for? Why are you here? Professor Von Dracovich goes. You ask me to build a lunar solar cannon. <gasps> Lunar solar cannons don't just have aberrant ingredients that grow on trees. Well, they maybe grow on trees. The farm is really weird. Oh, I don't understand it. You're out here looking for aberrant things. Yes, the the good Zoff here has casted a magical spell and and said that there's something out here. How close is it, Zoff? Maybe we can help you guys find it. Yeah, let's find this thing. Uh, and Zoff says, oh, uh, I, I mean, it was somewhere in this general area. Um, I, I'm not really sure exactly where it is. Uh, I, all I had to go on for, for the divination spell was uh, that it was aberrant. Didn't have a lot to go on. Um, I hold up the idol because I took it from, from Tilly. Mm-hmm. Is, is this something that gives off, like, your your aberrant, ra- radar, aberrant radar? I don't know what... Zoff looks at you and he says, I have no idea. He oh. says, I, I casted a spell. I, I think I casted it correctly. I, I don't know a lot about aberrations. Oh, do we know a lot about aberrations? <laughs> you fought quite a few. Yeah. There are uh, creatures gonna... uh, creatures that have either uh, been are from the Far Realm or have been influenced by the Far Realm. Do I know if the idol was giving off that, inf- that aura? It didn't ever seem to give off aura. All right. What about our items? Or cursed stuff. They didn't. They're they're cursed, but they don't seem to give off like aberrant, you know, like that that disgusting energy from the far realm. Okay. Well, we can help you guys find it, and that way you take it back safely. And Zoff kind of nods. He says, I, "I don't know a lot about the far realm, but uh, I'd I'd appreciate uh, an extra set of hands uh, here." So I have uh, prime evil awareness within one mile of aberrations. So, does that mean that I can somehow have a better idea of what's around us? Yeah, sure. Uh, go ahead and make a, uh, let's say, a uh, survival check, and let's see if we can... Uh, with guidance. With guidance, apparently. Alrighty. <laughs> That's a natural <laughs> one. Oh, no. I... Go along with my four in guidance, though. That part was good. <laughs> So you you do sense with your primeval awareness that there is something aberrant in these woods, but you can't figure out what direction it is or anything. It's it's somewhere in the area. That's not bad for my number two. I'll take that. <laughs> well, guys, um, it's somewhere in the area. Just like this guy said. Maybe if I hold the oh, staff was that number up, two? The that was number two. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, everybody but Jandar make a perception check. <laughs> Ooh. What'd you get, uh, Alistair? Natural 20. Oh. I was still hoping for a 1. What'd you get, Tilly? 21. So uh, everybody else rolled perception really well. Uh, so Jandar, you're kind of standing there, and you're like, it's somewhere in the woods. And I... Uh, I you, uh, uh, the rest of you guys, the the five of you, as you're just sort of like sitting around, you know, not sure where to go, uh, you kind of look around and uh, you see uh, uh, a set of arms come out of the tree above Jandar. And it looks like there's probably about maybe like six different joints to the arm. 
and it kind of like wiggles around and it reminds you of the long armed thing that kind of lashed out at you Tilly near the uh, pain chateau and the arms kind of like 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 kind of like like kind of go down and they go to grab at Jandar's uh, ankles. Um, I want to go swipe at them. Absolutely. Uh, make a uh, initiative roll. What Everybody? is uh, what 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 do I get with favorite enemies? Uh, I believe you have advantage to track them, uh, and you don't necessarily do bonus damage. Uh, I take it you've d- taken aberrations as a uh, favorite enemy. Uh, yeah, so uh, you have advantage on tracking them, and I uh, I think advantage on nature checks to know about them. Okay, just curious. Uh, I rolled initiative of twenty three. Ooh, thirteen. Well, initiative of fourteen. And uh, Elster, that was a 14? 13 for me. 13, 14 for Tilly. Tilly. Okay. Uh, So, Jandar, your your friends kind of like, uh, uh, their eyes kind of like like kind of bulge out and look down. And sure enough, you catch uh, what look to be uh, uh, the like the hands of a creature, like kind of reaching out of the tree above you and like like trying to grab at your ankles. And you can react. Looks like you're reacting quicker than the creature is. Or maybe you're going, you know, it's reacted and now you're going after it. Okay, so can I like move out of the way from? Because I knew you said it was about to grab me. So mm-hmm. can I just move and distance myself and then launch two arrows? Sure. So you dive forward like thirty-five feet as you rush forward and skid to a stop and turn your bow, uh, uh, bow around. See, guys, you I told arrows. you it was around us somewhere. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, put Hunter's Mark on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, here we go. I Absolutely, got, I got my new bow here, right? So uh, plus two. Yep, to attack and damage. Okay. All right. Well, so that would be a uh, twenty-four. That's a hit. And a twenty-eight. Both hit. Okay. Um, go ahead and pull up your damage there. So, what's your hunter's mark give you? A D6, I think, damage. Well, hunter's mark only happens after it takes initial damage, though, right? Oh, no, that's the colossal that's slayer. That's the colossal slayer. Yep. You're right. You're right. Okay. Um, question on my bow, just because mm-hmm. the way we have it written down. My my long bow before had a uh, 1D8 plus 6. Uh, so, the, the damage. Uh, you were like uh, wondering about the pool of damage. Yes. So it's going to be uh, your dexterity bonus plus the magical modifier. Uh, so for so you, seven. it's yep. So it'd be seven plus seven mm-hmm. so the damage plus on my roll. Okay. So, for each attack. Yep. Gotcha. All right. So then that is uh, twenty-five altogether. Altogether. Uh, the your arrows uh, launch into the trees above, and uh, uh, you can only vaguely see the outline of whatever this weird, like monster is with its creepy, long, lanky arms. Uh, but it seems like it nails it. Uh, Tilly, it's your turn. I yell out to Vandrakovich, and I go, "Professor, do you need this thing alive, or do we just kill it?" I mean, you know, living parts are always nice, but the thing is really creeping me out, so let's just kill it. All right. I uh, pull out my amulet and I do scorching ray. Absolutely. Okay. And what'd you get? Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen is a hit. Okay. 
one side question too. Yeah. Uh, my longbow is for the uh, attack bonuses. It's still plus eleven. Is that like the for my attack roll? If it was the uh, the attack roll is going to be Dex plus proficiency plus the magical bonus of plus two. So it's still eleven. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, and then plus I think you have some other bonus for being a uh, ranger. I think being an, uh, an archer means you add some other ridiculous bonus to uh, uh, your to hit. I will have to look that up. Pretty much, I think it's going to be whatever it was, but just add one to it. Probably. <clears throat> so it'll be plus 12 instead of plus 11. I will put plus 12 until someone tells me otherwise. Uh, your uh, archery gives you a plus two bonus to attack rolls with ranged weapons. So uh, it's uh, dexterity bonus. Plus uh, proficiency. proficiency, plus two, plus two. Oh, it's 14 then. Oh, <laughs> oh well then. Wow. Cripes. Uh, Dilly, what'd you get for damage? 25 damage. Wow. I mean, will I have anything to hit when it comes to me? <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, the, the scorching ray uh, burns the thing and it kind of hisses. Alistair, it's your turn. Oh, great. Is it within range for me to hit it with my swords? Its arms are. Uh, its, its arms, arms are? are still dangled down, but its body is up in the trees. Uh, I can't see its body? You can see like a vague outline. It's dark. They have dark vision. Uh, so honestly, for you, it's actually, you know, you probably couldn't see it. Um, if I hit it with fairy fire, would that light up the whole thing, right? It would if you can see it to hit it. Right now, you have disadvantage on attack rolls against it. Even the arms? I... Uh, it's not its main body. Like you can swipe at its arms. Uh, I guess you could feasibly hit the uh, uh, the arms with uh, fairy fire. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll try to do that. Sure. So I need to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, it gets a uh, eighteen. Darn. Yeah, its arms like ratchet <laughs> ratchet up into the air a bit, and the uh, fairy fire spell just goes wide. Okie dokie. I uh, let's see. Uh, Zoff, I uh, I uh, attempts to cast the spell. Let's see if he can uh, do it. Uh, he uh, uh, casts a uh, uh, spell, and he goes light, and he kind of holds out his uh, hand in order to create a source of light so that you can see Alistair. And uh, instead, uh, 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 set up like a uh, a bouquet of roses appears in his hands, and he kind of like you know like kind of throws it aside, and uh, flowers sort of like flutter into the air and then vanish, and it looks like whatever illusion he had accidentally made is gone. Nice. So off goes uh, a little rusty. Keep trying, buddy. I uh, Professor von Drakovich uh, looks to the three of you and he goes, "So do I? Uh, do I? Do I just attack it?" Or are you handling it. it? Uh, yeah. Bring it down here. And he, uh, uh, hold, like, like, uh, uh kind of cranes his neck up a bit, and he kind of like, uh, uh, breathes in, and lightning crackles out of his uh, mouth and shoots forward. Uh, the thing fails its save. Yeah, of course, it fails his save. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Jerk. Uh, let's see. Professor's just better than you, man. I know he is. Uh, He's got that rocking bod. He goes, it is a really nice body. <laughs> and lightning crackles uh, uh, into the uh, uh, the air and go like just rushes past the thing. And for a brief moment, you guys can see it kind of lit up really brightly. And the the thing seems like almost like there's a like a part of you that almost seems like it seems like uh, like uh, uh, like maybe ape like from its arms, uh, though weird and lanky and like multi jointed and stuff. 
its face seems like weirdly twisted uh like uh uh its uh mouth doesn't seem to like go like like side to side it almost looks like it's flipped so that it's like uh uh like long and goes like from its like no like its nose down to like its chin and uh, uh is more like a uh, long ways instead of like wide and i uh, the thing kind of like hisses and i uh, uh, it kind of jumps out of the uh, the tree, and you guys can get a good view of it. Uh, it seems like it has about three eyes. Uh, you know, one of the eyes is like real bulbous in the center of its forehead, and its other eyes are like real tiny and narrow. It has that long mouth with like a, almost like a like a like an eel's teeth or something, like a lamprey's uh, mouth, uh, and it sort of like hisses, and it uh, uh, kind of like uh, uh, cranes its like uh, hands out, and it goes to lash out at everybody. Uh, Everybody make a uh, dexterity saving throw for me. So dexterity saving throw, aberration, do I have advantage? I I don't believe so. Uh, We we would have to look up favorite enemy later to double check how uh, that all works. Okay. But I don't believe so. It's all good because it was a natural 20. (laughs) Nice. Uh, 26. 26, good. Natural one. Oh. Oh. Uh, Tilly, you get slapped square in the face by this thing and take, uh, 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 let's see, it would be uh, 16 damage. Uh, the rest of you take eight damage as it just sort of like nicks you. And uh, Zoff sort of swan dives into the bushes and just like, you know, uh, uh, jumps away to like uh, escape. And uh, Professor Von Dracovich just sort of like kind of like dodges aside, uh, almost as if the thing's moving in like slow motion. He kind of like, you know, just like sort of like uh, uh, Bruce Lee's away, like uh, his way around it just because he's so fast. <laughs> Uh, and the, bobbing and weaving. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Jandar, it's back to your turn. Uh, two more arrows. Is this still in the dark? So like, it's still hard for me to see, right? I mean, it, it is night. You know, the sun is is setting, and it's a dark forest, uh, and there's no illumination. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Zoff attempted to uh, help you out there, but he his spell fizzled. First arrow is a twenty-five. That's a hit. Second arrow is a, uh, oh, dear Lord, that'd be a 30, 34? I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say you hit. <laughs> okay. Literally. All right. Boom, boom, Let's see here. 14, 21. That's 29. 29, 31. And let's just make that 39. <laughs> 39 damage? Yep. Uh, so with 30. colossal. So with 39 damage, you launch your two arrows, and the thing slam into it, and, uh, like, one of its, like, uh, tiny beady eyes gets, like, just blown out. Uh, <laughs> another uh, uh, arrow hits its, like, you know, shoulder, and its, like, long, lanky arm sort of, like, you know, like, the kind of, like, you know, slaps to the ground. And the thing kind of stops and looks to the three of you who are still sort of, like, front and center, whereas, like, you know, Von Dracovich is further back, and, uh, uh, Zoff is sort of like, you know, like dodged away at like to uh, to escape, you know, trouble. And the thing kind of looks to the three of you and goes, didn't I meet you at a party once? And the thing falls face first to the ground. And Professor Von Drakovich goes, hey, all right, parts. <laughs> that was, it said well, a party? I, uh, I'm going to go retrieve my arrows. Mm-hmm. 
And then I'm going to look at them and say, did this thing, did it just talk to us? Did it talk to you? Did we all hear that? Did we all hear that? Pro- Professor Von Drakvich goes, yeah, yeah, parties are great. And he uh, picks up the uh, the body after you pull the arrows out. And uh, and he goes, well, it looks like our work here is done. That's all you needed? Was this one thing? I mean, we need parts from aberrations. No, I got that part. You just needed one? No, I got that part. Okay. Okay. All right. You did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Professor Andrakovich uh, picks up the body, and uh, he looks to, to Zoff, and he says, Well, apprentice, shall we be going? And Zoff kind of looks to you three, and he goes, I, I guess we're going. Uh, need anything from me before we go? Man, I could use uh, some flowers. He attempts to cast uh, press digitation to create flowers. A light illuminates in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I can see everything clearly. <coughs> I don't keep, need anything. Keep working on that uh, stuff, practicing with them, and just stay out of trouble. He goes, yeah, all right. Uh, glad you guys were here. Yeah, thanks for thanks for visiting. He goes, uh, anytime. Uh, and uh, Zoff, or, uh, Zoff sort of stands there and kind of like uh, gets himself ready, and he kind of looks a little nervous. And Professor Von Drakovich like kind of like flies, like kind of I floats in the air. Him having like a harness, Zoff, and like, the <laughs> professor's like grabbing the harness, almost like you know, like a backpack, almost. And Zoff kind of turns around. And he goes, "You know, a, a that sounds like actually a pretty good idea." And uh, uh, Professor Von Drakovich kind of clenches his clawed Ooh. feet into his shoulders. He goes, "Well, come along, Zoff," and they. Bolt into the air just as fast as when you got taken into the air, uh, Alistair, when you had to fight this body before. And the thing just bolts into the sky, and it's just gone out of sight in a, like within a few moments. You hear Zoff go, ah! Yeah, I'm, not glad. I'm glad I'm not doing that again. Guys, what's this whole thing about us at the party? This isn't the first time that this has been expressed oh. to us. Yeah, these. It might I be the first no time idea. that something this creepy-looking expressed it to us, but... Yeah, these creatures know. were similar to the really ones that Did I really drunk again at a party and <laughs> no one's told me? I don't know about this party. I have no idea what's going on. Well, that it creature we... was similar to the one that we seen at the, at the Chateau. Chateau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, didn't you say in one of your journal experiences that, uh, or was it you, Jan? Don't act we like you were... haven't had those same experiences. <laughs> <laughs> where we were, like, at a party and, like, our figures were drawn there or something? I think we did. We we saw pictures drawn. Something something's like with that. this party. I'm pr- I, I have a feeling with my conversation with Illinock last night, we'll probably find out real soon what this means. We still got a day's travel worth to go before we get to the place. We might as well just pack up camp and I ain't sleeping by that thing. Well, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, yeah, oh, that's it, true. It took the whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, he no, picked up the whole body, yeah. Oh, okay. The old dangly arms and everything. Okay, good. Can you sense any more aberrations around us? You set, use your pri- uh, primor- uh, primeval sense, and you don't necessarily sense aberrations around. No, I don't feel anything, but well, my last time I didn't do very well either. So. Uh, but you at least felt something. Yeah, yeah, so. I, I did. Yeah, I believe I we're okay to if I'm not here. mistaken, and we'll, we can double check it later. But I think pr- the primeval sense only lets you know if something's around, not necessarily where it is. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, as far as that goes, yeah, you don't sense any aberrations around anymore. All right. 
and it's night now at this point. Right? Yeah, the sun is setting. I mean, it, like the the sun is still setting, but because it's a, a forest where you're at right now, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 a, so there's we, not a lot of light. Could we go for a little bit longer then, and then camp, or is it better just to? Camp I mean, you already have your camp basically set up at this point. Yeah. You guys had set it up before you heard the noise. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, I just camp rest again. up. Yeah, I'll take first shift. Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, I. Uh, Jandar, you stay up uh, while uh, your friends go to bed. Uh, go in and make a perception check as you uh, keep watch. Uh, that would be a 21. With a 21, you... Uh, uh, not a lot uh, uh, seems to happen. You know, you don't really hear anything, you know, outrageous happening. Uh, nothing really catches your attention. But you do get the the kind of the unsettling feeling that you're being watched. Uh, you know that, like, feeling that, like, you know, when you're being watched, it kind of just feels uncomfortable? You kind of have that. Uh, you know, it uh, uh, just feels like something or someone is, you know, watching somehow. I mean, there's not a whole lot I can do. I guess I just yeah. With with your perception check, it is also you kind of you you know you stand up, you look around, you you know go to kind of go to the wood line and and see outside of the clearing, and nothing seems to be there. Nobody seems to be actually there, but you do have this weird feeling of being watched. I guess I just express my annoyance that I know something's out there, like because this isn't the first time I've had a feeling like this. Since. Yeah. So I just I just throw it out there ex- expecting no response like usual that I know they're out there watching. Yeah, you uh, uh you you shout that and uh now whereas before like you you felt the presence of like Ilanok around you like almost as if he was there the whole time and stuff like that. But in this case like it's not necessarily like the presence of someone there, it's just sort of this weird feeling of being watched. And some hours pass and uh it's time for Alistair to to keep watch. Okay. I'll wake him up and uh, get ready for trance. Absolutely. Uh, Al, uh, do you want to pass? And, and I'll pass along the the just feeling I've had. Not not that I saw anything, but that something just seems off. So you're saying it, it feels like somebody's watching us? Yeah. So I even nice. got naked at one point just so that they had to look at mm. me naked. Always, Assuming they were looking at me. I but always feel like somebody's nothing watching Nothing happened. Me. That's, okay. Oh, that sounds like a good song. Yeah, I'm going to trance. I'll be, I'll be over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to write this song. <laughs> so uh, I, I I take dirt and shove it into mud or whatever I can find and shove it in my ears in case he starts singing. You you rip off some pieces of cloth and, from your uh, clothing and uh, like you know wet them with your tongue and stick them in your ear and try to block off some noise and you trance. Uh, Alistair, uh, you have a choice. You can either uh, compose a song and focus on that, or you can uh, keep watch. What would you prefer? Oh, I'm going to compose a song. Absolutely. Make me a uh, performance check to see how well you compose this song, see how it turns out. What'd you um, get? That would be a 15. With a 15, it's coming along pretty well. Yeah. Uh, some some time passes. You're, you're not paying a lot of attention to what's going on around you, but uh, make a perception check with disadvantage. That would be an 12. With a 12? Uh, yeah, yeah. Jandar seemed to think that he, you, know, you guys were being watched. It's a little bit of a creepy night, but you can't tell if it's because you feel like you're being watched or because you ran into that aberration. Okay. 
Somebody's watching. I ain't got no privacy. Whoa. Yeah, that's a good line. Yeah, right. <laughs> some, some time passes. Uh, Jandar, you uh, awake from your uh, trance, and uh, Tilly wakes up, and uh, you guys are, are you know, can get ready to, to get along for your day. Let's Sun kind of starts rising. Let's get a move on. We lost a lot of time yesterday because of that. Man, I, I worked on the song battle. like most of the night. Oh. You guys want to hear it? As we're moving, I guess. All right, and I'll just kind of like hum some of it, like say some of the lyrics. It's not so fully wait, none now. of it is involved with the nice flute that I made you. Oh, I haven't gotten the musical part to it. I'm kind of just developing the broad terms of like the lyrics, the, f- the flow of how it goes, and then I'll write the individual parts. So I actually perform this for an orchestra at some point. So we'll have a percussion section, we'll have a wind section, we'll have a horn section. It'll actually be fully fleshed out. So, Alistair, you start babbling and nerding out about your uh, your music uh, as Jandar attempts to uh, you know keep you guys on track to to finding Thunder Tusk Cove. Uh, Jandar, make a survival check. Uh, Tilly, uh, make a uh, typically you make a survival check to find food and water, right? Yep. And uh, I still have, we're still in woods. I still have advantage. Uh, actually, uh, as of today, the wood line, you kind of uh, step out of the woods, and it's more of like kind of a rockier area. So okay. there's uh, it's no longer the forest. There's still some trees here and there. Natural but, 20. Well, it didn't matter anyway. Good. <laughs> uh, and you absolutely find your way. Uh, we'll get to you in a few moments. Do I roll perception? I. Uh, because you're nerding out, make, yeah. it, make it with disadvantage okay. as you, you're like, oh, yeah, and I'm going to add this in and this. Uh, that would be 17. Hey. 17. Yeah. With a 17, Sorry. you uh, uh, you're finding your uh, or you're you're keeping decent watch uh, as you babble to the group about like you know your ideas for this song or this like you know composition you're making. Backup singers over here giving a background. Tilly, you really like this part, so and then, <laughs> and, and, yeah, Alistair's just babbling. I get to tap my staff, yeah. on the ground. Listen, there may even be like a big metal gong for you to hit with it. <gasps> Ooh. Uh, Tilly, what'd you get for a uh, big food and picture? Water? Tilly, big picture, twenty-five. <laughs> oh, with the twenty-five, uh, it, the the forest had a lot of you know food and water to find. Uh, out here, it's kind of getting rockier, and uh, it's it doesn't seem like it's there's you know quite as as much food. But you do end up finding uh, uh, you know some like you know like uh, root vegetables in the ground here and there that you're you're able to pick, and you know you'll have food for the day. I. Uh, so with a natural twenty, uh, Jandar, you uh, uh, you find that uh, the uh, there seems to be a bit of a trail, but you get the uh, uh, the idea that uh, you'll likely make better time. Uh, it'll be a little earlier in the day that you would run into Thunder Tusk Cove if you kind of take a shortcut. So you kind of like angle through the the rockier terrain, and it's a little tougher to get through. Uh, but you shave some time off, and uh, you guys arrive at the uh, the north beaches of the continent of Hillcrest. Uh, this cove is uh, apparently a cavern uh, in the, uh, the the northern area here, and you think you're pretty close. Ah, Jandar. I know you said it was a shortcut, but uh, this is, this is all those Rocky hard. Hills, uh, gnome, short legs, not very easy for me to, you know. Yeah, but you got that staff. You're good. And that staff yeah. is great. Thank God I had that staff. Are we are we close? Do we? Do you know if we're nearby? Uh, we're very close. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like we're practically there. If I didn't right. know better, we're. I mean, if I didn't know better, it's like three steps, and we're there. Okay. You take three steps. 
You don't, unfortunately, you unfortunately don't see <laughs> Thunder Whoa, Dead Cove. Uh, but uh, uh, it's now the uh, like mid-afternoon, whereas beforehand you thought that you'd be arriving at night. Uh, so you guys kind of wander around for a bit. And uh, you guys see, uh, uh, you know, in the distance are some huts. Uh, like, you know, like, it looks like small fishing huts on like, uh, like stilts almost like, uh, uh, you know, like they've been elevated, uh, probably for like avoiding high tide or, or flooding or, you know, what have you. Oh, do we see any people? Not from where you're at right now. Is there cover on us or is it just rocky ground? It's a lot of rocky terrain and this beach and it's kind of a cold beach. It's it's not so yeah. cold that it's like, you know, like frigid, uh, but it's it's cold enough that like, you know, the breeze that comes in uh, off the water is kind of chilly. Uh, and uh, yeah, you think that you guys can kind of get down low and, and sneak up to these uh, uh, places, but there's not a lot of like cover to like just hide behind. Should we, you know, sneak up and keep an eye out or? By the way, I have Coast as my natural explorer. So. Do you? I don't know what that yes. means. Uh, that means that he probably should have had uh, advantage earlier uh, uh, with this Jesus rocky Christ. coastal You're terrain. Like Carmen San Diego <laughs> over here. Who? I don't know. Uh, and I. Uh, uh, yeah, as far as that goes, uh, well, you got a natural 20. Anyway, didn't, yeah, so it didn't, didn't matter. matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just so, wanted to rub it in. Okay. Uh, all right, fair enough. No, I'll take that. I. Uh, yeah, so if you uh, guys want, you can try sneaking up. You can run up. You can avoid it altogether. What should you do? Careful. So these things are on stilts. Like how high off the ground are they? Maybe about fifteen feet. Not so not super tall. To get up to uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, there's probably uh, from where you're at right now, uh, maybe about like six to eight uh, of these like huts. And how close are they to the water? Not super close, but close enough to the point where, like, you think high tide and uh, uh, flooding and stuff could potentially cause damage to the homes. And the cove's nearby it? Well, you we can't see the cove. see it. Uh, this, this is just the first thing you've spotted okay. and you're on your trip looking around for it. Uh, it looks like there are some, uh, like, uh, canoes uh, that are, like, you know, upside down and kind of near the water. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess we head towards the huts, but, uh, you know, I... I how far are they? From where you're at right now, probably about like 500 feet. They're they're way in the distance. Oh. You have a very clear view from from the beach, just because there's not like you know there's yeah. no trees or anything blocking your uh, line How of sight. How about uh, we'll lead Tilly and I, and you keep watch since you have range, just in case like something's protecting the area that are orcish. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll hang back a little bit, but I'll keep moving with them somewhat. Sure. So you're maybe back what, like twenty feet or something. That's fine. Yeah. So you're you're for a little further back as Tilly and uh, 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 Alistair, you guys kind of march forward. And are you guys creeping or are you guys just walking up? I'm walking. Yeah, we could just walk, and you could like creep. Do the creep. Uh, I think it's another song I'm gonna come up with. <laughs> uh, Jandar, they're not being stealthy, and there's nothing to necessarily hide behind. Did you want to try and I stealth? Can't, I can't hide in plain sight. Uh, oh, you have the ability to to hide uh, with like I, uh, because uh, uh, what is your ability again to, for stealth? Uh, it's called hide in plain sight, and I believe it allows me to uh, basically have st- or be stealth without any objects. Okay, then yeah, you cover. can make a stealth check. Yeah, yeah, without cover. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll just try to make a stealth check. Sure. Yeah. And my stealth check. Yeah. There. Okay. There we go. We're good. Mm-hmm. Do you have advantage? Not necessarily advantage. It allows him the ability to... Okay. to uh, Blessing of the trickster, he's got advantage now. Never mind. Apparently, Jandar has advantage. 
Well, thank you, because I rolled a six. I rolled a seven there. So yeah. I'll take my 16. You're welcome. 16. 16. Yeah. Uh, so you're uh, uh, you're hiding pretty, like, as well as you can in kind of, like, plain sight, mm-hmm. like you said. Uh, your hood is up, and you're, you know, kind of, like, creep down low, and kind of, like, the, the, keeping to the shadows as best you can. Uh, so, Alistair and Tilly, you guys kind of walk up, and nobody seems to be around. The waves kind of crash up on the beach. You hear the, the shrill cry of, like, maybe a seagull in the distance. But there's no other noise. How close are we to the huts now? At this point, you're you're pretty right dang close. You can walk up to one. Should we go up to one of them, Tilly? I got it. And you then can't. I, I, how? I you're so him, short. I hand him my staff, and then I climb the ladder. No, don't leave without I, the staff. And then no, I tell don't you leave to me. Hand, it's 15 feet. Hand me the staff when I get up there. Oh, okay. All right. So you climb up the the uh, uh, the ladder, and you guys bicker a bit back and forth about the staff. And, and, the staff. and yeah, so you reach up and... Uh, I just uh, don't want to break this beautiful thing. I'm sorry. And, and you wiggle the, you know, kind of like the, the, the staff sort of wobbles in the air a bit and, and Tilly reaches down and grabs it and pulls it up. And uh, Tilly, you're now on the uh, the first, uh, the, or the, uh, the, the sort of the kind of like balcony almost mm-hmm. uh, of this uh, uh, home that's on stilts. I want to find a door. Uh, yeah, there's a door right in front of you. It's shut. I want to kick it in. Make a strength check. And what'd you get? 19. With a 19, you kick the door near the, the handle, and the thing, you know, the handle can just kind of like pops off, and the door swings wide open. And I go, surprise, motherfuckers! Anything in there? And Tilly, the door swings wide, and it looks empty. You gonna check it out? It looks empty. You can come up. I'm going in. All right, I'll climb up. Jindar, are you staying down uh, uh, at the, like, the beach, or are you going to climb up as well? Hmm. I'm gonna stay down at the beach. Sure, and you kind of like stay down uh, uh, where you're at. Uh, if you want, you can just make a perception check to stay guard, or you can uh, make an investigation check and take a look at like what's underneath this like house because uh, there's stuff piled up underneath the stilts of this home. I will. Uh, I'll do an investigation. Absolutely, make me an investigate check. Can make an investigation too. Yeah, absolutely. You can make an investigation check in the for the inside. Same here. Sure. Wow. Uh, that would be a eleven. Eleven and uh, Alistair. I got a twenty-one. Wow, and uh, Tilly. I got a twenty-two. Oh. So I I. Jander, you, uh, I, uh, you know, take a look at the the stuff underneath the, this hut, and uh, it looks like it's some fishing gear. Uh, looks like it's like a uh, like an old net. Uh, it doesn't look like there's necessarily like a fishing line or anything like a fishing pole. Uh, it does look like there's some like uh, maybe like uh, uh, spears like for spear fishing uh, that are under here, but they look kind of unkept. Uh, looks like they've maybe been out to the elements for quite a while now. Uh, Can uh, I take the net? Sure, absolutely. Uh, it's pretty old, but you uh, take the uh, fishing net and you kind of waddy it up and you know put it into your bag. Uh, Alistair and Tilly, you guys uh, take a look around, uh, and uh, it looks like I, uh, I, uh, uh, you know, there was. Uh, uh, it doesn't necessarily look like there's maybe like a fight or a commotion or anything, but sure enough, it does look like there is uh, a blood stain. Uh, that's, uh, uh, you know, it looks like it was splattered against the, the wall, uh, like the wall of this place and onto the ground. 
That's not good. <laughs> Typically, bloodstains aren't. I think there was a... Was the door unlocked when you came up here? I I mean... Tilly has no idea. Uh, Tilly I, kicked the door kicked in. in. You kicked the door. You didn't check to see if it was unlocked or knocked or... Every door is unlocked. Okay, well, I don't think so. You had trouble kicking one door. Anyway. I've eventually kicked in every door. Anyways, so it looks like there may have been a struggle or a fight or something in here. You had the great fishing battle of Shut up. the past. Um, if you want, you can make a medicine check on the blood. Yeah, yeah see how old or long this blood's been here. Mm -hmm. If you want, you can make a history check, Alistair. All right. Can I make a perception check to for my guard? Sure. Absolutely. 25 on the medicine check. 14 on history. Uh, with a 20, what'd you get for uh, perception? Natural 20. Wow. <laughs> What's going on right now? Uh, so uh, we're going to go ahead and go in order. Uh, Alistair, you 14, find, yeah. with a 14, uh, you do find uh, what looked to be uh, uh, uh like a, uh, it looks like a necklace is on like a uh, like a table nearby, and you look at it, and it looks like it's uh, uh, has like a, it's an orcish symbol. Uh, it's like the in the shape of an eye. Uh, the a lot of orcs uh, revere uh, a uh, a god of just like you know rampaging hordes and destruction known as Kreru. Uh and uh, typically this eye usually is like a, a sign of their like their faith and worship. Uh, Looks like the the symbol of this eye also has like tusks coming off it, uh, like little tiny uh, uh, carved in like horns. Uh, you think maybe the Thunder Tusk tribe, you know, this is a necklace from their tribe. Uh, Tilly with a uh, uh, you got a tw uh, twenty. Five. 25. with a twenty five, uh, you analyze the the blood stain. Uh, looks like uh, something incredibly sharp struck. Uh, the uh, whoever this was, and uh, looks like uh, uh, their blood splattered on the wall probably about a, maybe two months ago, tops. So it's been stained into the wood for quite a while now. Uh, you can't really, because it's so old, you really can't get a, a good feel for uh, uh, like whose blood it could be or anything like that. There's no body lying around. A little hard to, to tell. Uh, Jandar, with a natural 20, I... Uh, you're waiting and you're kind of like looking around and I uh, you uh, out of the corner of your eye, you see uh, what looks to be a, uh, a figure uh, with uh, uh, like, you know, kind of like it catches the, the, the corner of your eye and uh, you kind of like kind of like get on edge a bit and you kind of like like kind of duck back behind the uh, the side of the uh, uh, like the. The, like the hut you're in, uh, like against one of the pillars, like the, the poles that are holding up the, uh, the home. And it looks like uh, uh, just as soon as you do so, an arrow made of shadow just hits into the sand. And the shadow just sort of like bubbles away and turns to nothing. And uh, and when you peek out around, you see an orc in black armor, uh, like black like leather armor. And it looks to be one of the uh, the void threshers has a giant black bow. And he kind of holds out his hand again, and a shat like the shadows just sort of form in his hands. And he goes, "With this one, you'll die, elf." And that's where we're gonna go ahead and pause <laughs> today's episode.
Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.